it's time for the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Today's show is brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, your hometown plastic surgeon that has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. The Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give him a call at 615-596-2006. Garbison Construction, they have been impacting and investing in people's lives in Rutherford County for nearly three decades, providing quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. And now, from Toots Restaurant in Murfreesboro, please welcome the hosts of the Rutherford County High School Football Show, Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Good morning and welcome to the Rutherford County High School Football Show. I am Nick Gould and alongside me is Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale. We're here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro to give you everything you need to know about high school football for all 11 teams here in Rutherford County. We're at the tail end of the regular season now with only one more week to go. Some teams are looking to secure regular season titles and others are looking just to make the playoffs. Today we'll recap all seven Rutherford County games played last week and take a look at how those results affect the standings. We'll be announcing this week's Player of the Week and previewing next week's matchups, finishing up with our selected Rutherford County Game of the Week. We also have interviews with some of the Stewart's Creek football players after their playoff clinching win. The Rutherford County High School Football Show is presented by Web Aesthetic, your hometown plastic surgeon who has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Oakland traveled to Brentwood to take on fellow 6A powerhouse Ravenwood. This was a good look at potential upcoming playoff game as the Patriots won pretty easily 42-18. This Oakland segment is brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Ravenwood got off to a good start in this one with a blocked punt returned for a touchdown. They then recovered an onside kick but were unable to convert on the opportunity. Oakland gets the ball, then throws a pick, which leads to another Ravenwood touchdown where they take a 12-0 lead. That lead lasted through the end of the first quarter, and it was all Oakland after that. Ashton Jones ran a couple in. Chase Bandy hauled one in. Craig Tutt contributed on a long punt return and a pick six. Dwayne Morris ran one in and followed up with a two-point conversion. Carlos Swader added a pick on defense, and Patrick Freeman rushed the last one in to make it 42. Pretty unusual having to come from behind here, Monty. Yeah, I think, I don't think <coughs> Coach Creasy um, wanted that, but at the same time, he saw what happens if his team does fall behind. It, it's There's no pushing a panic button, and, you know, Oakland did fall down 12 to nothing. <clears throat> then they came back and scored the next four times they had it. So uh, they reacted well to that. Just You know, things went bad for them at first, but they um, got it back and played Oakland football. And, um, you know, I thought that might be a pretty good matchup uh, going in. I thought Oakland would take care of their business, and they did, but just in a roundabout way from what we're kind of accustomed to week after week. Yeah, Ravenwood's a, a, a good opponent. They'll probably see them in the playoffs. Um, everything kind of shakes out accordingly. They could. if they, They'd have to come all the way 
out to the semifinals. So there's certainly other teams there. You know, they've got Brentwood this week for their uh, region championship, but it's certainly a possibility they could meet up again. I think this is uh, good on their part, trying to schedule a, a tough out-of-region opponent here late in the season. You know, kind of puts them in a in a tough position. You know, right off the gate, and, and they definitely produced. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, they just got they got talent. You know, you bring up the Tut kid. I mean, he's only a sophomore, and he, he's going to have recruiters here. I mean, they don't. <laughs> Oakland doesn't start sophomores very often. And when they do, they usually go on to uh, big places when their their career is over. And he's he's quite a special talent. Yeah, definitely a good good plays by uh, Tut, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. He's doing a, a really good job there. And that's our uh, Oakland segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to ninety percent off. Eagleville hosted region rival Richland in a critical game, and the Eagles were victorious in a shutout. Uh, 33 to nothing. Seagullville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Carson Knowles blocked a punt, which Cruz Giles returned for a touchdown. Brody McLemore completed a 70-yard pass to Noah Lilly for another one. Caleb Snitzer had a 70-yard rushing score, then McLemore threw another one for a 29-yard touchdown to Cade Pippinger. Marshall Spann led the defense with 10 tackles, and Noah Lane had 8. Huge victory for the Eagles here, Monty. Well, you know, they were in the must-win situation, and, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> that surprised me. They just hammered them like they did. Uh, Richland's got a pretty solid team. They were ahead of them in the standings, and so that's a good thing. That's a, that's a team they hold a tiebreaker over should it come down to that. And, you know, you know their quarterback's out, Becker. Um, Macklemore, you know, they insert him back at quarterback. Macklemore is one of the better athletes in this county. I mean, he's a state champion wrestler. Uh, he's been a starter on two uh, state-winning baseball championship teams, and he's a very good football player. He's a, so his brother also played there. It's an athletic family, but he's an outstanding athlete, so no surprise that he came back in. Uh, at quarterback where he actually started the year and then moved to tailback. Uh, so no surprise that he had success there. Um, surprise that it was 33 to nothing. So shapes up for a big one this week for him. Yeah, and uh, Malcolm Moore, I talked with him earlier this season. He seemed pretty excited to kind of pass along the quarterback role. And, you know, things happen. He gets he gets plugged back in. But that, that's an unselfish character you know saying you know I'll, I'll play wherever you need me coach yeah he's played he's played all over the place for that that program yeah and Eagleville looking to uh you know they keeping their playoff hopes alive I know next week's gonna gonna be tough deciding you know <laughs> who the, if they need to win who needs mm -hmm. to lose and, and all that so I know if they beat corners well they're in okay so that will that will lock them in for sure uh, after that now <laughs> who knows you know Wayne County has kind of thrown a monkey wrench in it. You know, they've had a tough year, yet they beat Eagleville. And then last week they beat Collinwood, which is um, <clears throat> only had one region loss. And then you, you turn around and Richland beat Wayne County. Um, Huntland beat Wayne County. So uh, they've had an up-and-down year. But them playing Collinwood is 
kind of like it, down in those parts of the state. That's kind of like an Oakland Riverdale thing. So it's a, it's a huge rivalry, and you know. So I know if Oakland and Wayne County were to finish tied, Oakland Eagleville and Wayne County were to finish tied, that Wayne County would hold the tiebreaker by virtue of the victory over the Head Eagles ahead. earlier this season. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, we'll get more into that later. Um, but good win for the Eagles. And that's your Eagleville segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Smyrna traveled to Antioch for the regular season region championship game and came out on top in a close one, 30-26. to 26. The Smyrna segment is brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Oliver Martinez got on the board first with a 28-yard field goal for the Bulldogs. And Antioch came back with 20 unanswered points, including a touchdown and a pick six on consecutive plays from scrimmage. Smyrna was able to get a touchdown before the half with Tyreek McCarver on a 21-yard TD reception. Michael Robinson got another touchdown early in the second half, making it 20-17. Then Thomas Jones Jr. got two more in the fourth to seal the victory and take the region title. Monty? Uh, <clears throat> just really impressed with uh, Smyrna and the job Coach Matt Williams has done down there this year. You know, they started out just, quite frankly, awful. Uh, but um, he hangs his hat on defense, and that's one area they continued to grow as the offense slowly developed. And, you know, you fall down 20-3 to on the road against a upstart, you know, team like um, Antioch, it was it was it was quite impressive. But you know, that's five wins in a row for them. So um, that ch shows you where from which they've came uh, over, you know, here the last month and a half, particularly. Uh, and they've done it with defense, and you know, they made some they made the plays at the end and got a great road win and sealed up the championship. Yeah, good good for Smyrna. They they definitely, you know, kind of come from behind here and now look at them, the region championship region champions with, with one week to go. Now all the years that they had unbelievable teams, uh, and Cane Ridge has always been that thorn in their side. Well this year, you know, Smyrna and Cane Ridge, the difference is Smyrna Cane Ridge started off slow. Uh, they I think they were at one point they you know, what four weeks in the season, neither one of them had a win. And now you turn around, Cane Ridge continued to have its poor season. Smyrna was able to withstand all of that. And, you know, like you said, now they're region champions. Yeah. Well, congratulations to the Bulldogs. And that's your Smyrna segment brought to you by the Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Riverdale went to Siegel to play their first game on the new turf and won pretty handsomely, 49-7. to this Riverdale at Siegel game recap segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee, and Garbison Construction, who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects in Rutherford County. Riverdale quarterback Braden Graham was 22 of 28 for 281 yards and four touchdowns. Jalen Thompson ran in one on offense, returned a pick for 94 yards and a touchdown, and blocked a Siegel field goal early in the game. Brock Montgomery led the Warriors receivers with eight catches for 132 yards and two touchdowns. Keyshawn Williams and Braylon Vanderbilt caught the other two. 
Zentraix Ote led the defense with five tackles and an interception. Dominic Taylor rushed for a touchdown, and Khalil Armin was 7-for-7 seven seven on P- PATs, bringing their total to 49. Siegel just couldn't get the ball moving on offense. Late in the game, A.J. Cucciera was able to throw one to Caleb Watson to put the stars on the board, and Blake Schofield converted the extra point. Riverdale's hot right now, and Siegel's not. Oh, man, Riverdale. Braden Graham, their quarterback, he's 15 touchdown passes the last three games. That's a good season for some 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 people. Um, he's really <clears throat> playing at a high level. Their team is playing at a high level and with a lot of confidence. You know, earlier in the year, they had a couple of tough losses. They had a one-point loss at Henry County, and they lost a wild game over in West Tennessee to Germantown. You know, both those teams are good teams who are headed for the playoffs. Um, Riverdale's headed for the playoffs. It's just, are they going to be the one seed or the two? And, you know, comes down to Oakland. I think we touched on this last week. You know, growing up in this um, county, it used to be Riverdale and Oakland played the last game um, of the season every year. Of course, that was only two schools in Murfreesboro at the time. And, uh, you know, it just the schedule maker, he he had a great premonition, I guess, because they're both two loaded football teams. And, uh, you know, from a talent standpoint, Riverdale's not going to take a back seat to anyone, especially on offense. Their skill players are dynamic, and uh, it's going to be a fun game come Friday. Yeah, R- Riverdale, I mean, they're, they're looking as good as any team in the state right now. They uh, really are. Behind mm-hmm. Braden Graham, their, their leader at quarterback. And, you know, defense, they – they didn't allow Siegel to really move the ball until late, no, late in the fourth, fourth quarter. They've got really good athletes on that side of the ball. Uh, you know, some of those kids, you know, play both ways. Uh, but they're going to be a hard out in the in the playoffs. And you know, I'm I'm not really stepping out on a ledge here, but um, those two teams, up Riverdale and Oakland, this Friday, it'll be the first of two matchups because they'll play again in the playoffs. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Well, and Siegel, you know, they're not out yet. They could win next week. If they, if they go back back to the practice field and, and really really work work on some things, you know, they could come out, they could win, they could make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the case. The way I had it, you know, um, they would not. But, you know, I guess if you got – if they was a three-way tie because they will – if they do win, they're playing Rockvale, that would put them. And a lot's got to do with what Blackman does. You know, if Blackman wins, it doesn't matter what Siegel does. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see in the last week of the year. Um, and that is your uh, Riverdale at Siegel game recap segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. And Garbison Construction, who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects in Rutherford County. Let's take a quick commercial break, but stay with us as we have more games to recap right after this. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. 
I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the yard sale store. Our locally owned and award-winning store is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. When it comes to building or remodeling, you need a builder you can trust. Look no further than Garbison Construction. Voted one of Rutherford County's best builders, we deliver quality every time, from start to finish. As a locally owned company with decades of experience, we're proud to serve Rutherford and surrounding counties. Let us help make your dream a reality. Visit GarbisonConstruction.com to learn more. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out and he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Welcome back to the Rutherford County High School Football Show as we continue to recap last week's games. Blackman traveled to Rockvale in this playoff clinching game where the Rockets were able to solidify their spot with a 27-22 victory. This Blackman at Rockvale game recap segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Blackman quarterback Carter Gregory completed 11 of 33 for 150 yards and a touchdown. Caden Perkins had 18 carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. Jaden Guy caught five passes for 122 yards and a touchdown. Campbell Lee forced two fumbles and had three picks, one which he returned for a touchdown. And Trey McGaffey also had a pick for the Blaze. Rockville quarterback Brennan Mayhew ran in a touchdown, and Jake Sales had the two-point conversion. Brishan Odell had 100 yards rushing and a touchdown of his own. And in the last 82 seconds of the game, Sales and uh, Gabriel Breeden scored touchdowns through the air. Monty? Wild one. Um, Blackman looking good in that one, and then, like you said, 82 seconds. Um, just, you never know how these two teams, they've both been up and down this year. Um, both solid teams, but inconsistent teams. And you know, It's a heartbreaker if you're Blackman, you know, you think you uh, – Got the game in hand, and then boom, uh, uh, they hit a they hit a pass. Then they get an onside kick, and then they go down and score. A lot of things got to go right, and during that little sequence, or wrong if you're on the Blackman side, and they did. And um, Rockville got the stop at the end, and then you know went to victory formation. But you know it was a good game. I thought it'd be a good game. Um, and, you know, congratulations to uh, Rockvale for moving on and Blackman still looking good. So 
Uh, they've got one game to finish off Friday night at home against um, Coffee County. Yeah, if you if you look at the the scoring throughout the game, so Blackman goes up eight nothing with a two point conversion. Then they're leading fifteen to seven at halftime. Fifteen to fifteen because Rockvale gets their two point conversion. Then twenty two to fifteen Blackman off of a pick six. Then twenty two to twenty one Rockvale tries to go for two to win the game. They fail on the two point conversion, get the onside kick, then get another touchdown. I mean, that's, that's good football right there. Yeah, that's a wild <laughs> uh, coaches might disagree with you a little bit. No, but I mean it was a little bit of anything and everything yeah. took part in that game. You know, like I said, that crazy sequence there for less than a minute and a half, a lot's got to go right for you. You know, you got to score, you got to execute an onside kick, you got to recover it, you got to go back down and score again, and. Um, Rockvale did it all. You know, they had got the momentum going and uh, a great win. Yeah, and I, I was I was keeping up with the score on, on Friday, and I, I just couldn't understand it to begin with. You know, I was like, what what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I was too. I was like, this, this score can't be right, you know. So. Yeah, some, sometimes they mess it up, you know, and it just it didn't seem right. It was almost like, you know, looking at the Eagleville score, 33 nothing. Yeah. I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but... Anyway, that's your uh, uh, Blackman at Rockvale game recap segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. PCA hosted MTCS at Floyd Stadium for their inaugural Murfreesboro Private School rivalry game. Cougars were a bit too much for the Lions as they won 41-0. This MTCS at PCA game recap segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. MTCS quarterback Yates Guerin completed 6 of 8 for 63 yards and a touchdown. He also rushed 8 times for 85 yards and another one. Eli Wilson had 249 total yards for 4 touchdowns. And Shai Murphy also had a touchdown of his own. Brooks Jones led the defense in tackles with 13, and Seth Harris had 10, including a sack. James Hancock had a pick and 2 tackles. Derek Reynolds was 3 for 3 on PATs and Eli Wilson ran in the two-point conversion. Tough uh, tough game for the Lions. I mean, you know, kind of like we said with, with Riverdale and Siegel, it's just Riverdale's really hot, MTCS is really hot, and, you know, it's tough to compete with those teams. Yeah, you know, um, I still think PCA's ahead of the game. You know, they're, they go into – you know, the second to last week season already in the playoffs. Uh, this is one of the maybe three games this year where PCA was just overwhelmed. Um, and there's, there's a lot that goes into that. I mean, MTCS has, has been ranked as high as number one most of the year in uh, Division Two. Um, they have a bunch of senior star starters who are three-year starters, okay? So that's three more that's three more years in the weight room. That's three more years of experience. Um, PCA has good players. Uh, they don't have experience. They're gaining it. They're getting it now. But, you know, they were just, it was, you know, they were, they were outmanned. They were outmatched. Uh, but I know they'll come back ready to play. 
this week and, you know, in, into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they have another home game against uh, Webb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Webb's honestly not looking too good this year, so mm-hmm. hopefully uh, that'll be a good game where they can work on some things and prepare for the playoffs. Yeah. That's, you know, like I said, uh, as a third seed to, to boot. So they've still had a good year. They just had a bad night yeah. against one of the best two or three teams in the state. Yeah, and really, they still held MTCS to 41. I mean, we've seen we've seen some scores into the high 40s, 50s. You know, I might I might even remember one where it went into the 60s. So, you know, you can still tip your hat to that uh, in some sense. Yeah, they played a lot better in the second half, but you know, it was pretty much over at halftime, unfortunately. But uh, they're still, like I said, they're still having a good year. And this MTCS at PCA segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Stewart's Creek went up the road to Laverne and took care of business, winning 21-7. The Stewart's Creek at Laverne game recap segment is brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call. And Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Stewart's quarterback, JT, rushed in the first touchdown for the Red Hawks, and Devin Connor completed a 36-yard touchdown to Javarian Ote for a touchdown, putting them up 14-zip. Laverne was able to come back with a rushing touchdown of their own, but it wasn't enough as the Creek answered and held them off for the rest of the game. Monty? Uh, you know, Stewart's Creek's a better team. Uh, it doesn't mean Laverne wasn't going to come out and make them earn it, and they did. Uh but, you know, Stewart's Creek, they got a chance to have a seven-win regular season, you know, um, despite a, some hiccups along the way. Uh, they've got a, they've got a variety of weapons offensively. Uh, uh, they, at times, are very good defensively. And, you know, Laverne's had its issues offensively this year. They have improved. You know, they've scored some points the previous two weeks. But I think you got to give, you know, Stewart's Creek's uh, defense, a lot of credit for that. And, you know, they're headed on to the playoffs as well. I saw uh, Ote and Jerry Taylor uh, combined for over 160 yards on the ground. And when you combine that with a good defensive effort, it's really not much you can yeah, do. Yeah, it's a good recipe for winning. And that's your Stewart's Creek at Laverne game recap segment brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. For buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, Give them a call. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service, serving all of Middle Tennessee. I was at Laverne on Friday night and was able to catch an interview with some of the Red Hawks players after the game. Let's go to that now. I'm here at Laverne High School with some of the Stewart Creek defensive players. We got these guys put up a really big fight today. Almost had a shutout against Laverne. Uh, carried for a big win, and guys, I think it puts the playoffs. Yes, sir. Tell us about the victory today. It's a hard fought victory. I love my teammates. Hey, shout out to JC, our quarterback. Also, Jacob, other quarterback that put on the great show. Let's see. What you got to say here? It feels great, especially after last week coming up for this morning. But you know, we fought hard. We fought hard, and you know, this is what we do. Hopefully, y'all see us for more. We still have a lot of 
And next week is it McGavick, right? Yeah. McGavick, that's going to be a big game coming up. Uh, I think that could potentially put you in a home playoff spot. What are y'all going to do to prepare for next week? We're just going to focus that practice, you know, prepare like you always have and keep playing hard. I know we lost to Smyrna in the regular season. We might see them again in the playoffs. What's going to be different this, this time around? All right, Red Hawks, appreciate y'all talking with me. Come on over here, quarterback. What you got to say, quarterback? Uh, man, I just appreciate all my coaches, my team, giving me the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I've had to take in the time with you. Know, what are we going to do next week? Next week, we're going to come out with the girls. I appreciate y'all. Nick Gould with Main Street Media. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your past to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. I'm blessed. Blessed through the blood of Christ, with a beautiful wife and family, to have served in the United States Navy, now serving the great town of Smyrna, and blessed that all of our boys went to Stewart's Creek. I'm Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage with over 20 years experience in mortgage lending. If you're buying your first house or your fifth, refinancing or building your dream home, please call or email me, or come see me at the South Lowry Branch. It would bless me to assist in financing your dreams. Why the Hawaiian shirt? Closing on your home is a celebration, not a business meeting. Go Hawks! He shoots, and he scores! We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves. About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here. We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy. Thanks for sticking with us as we continue to cover some of the best football played in the state right here in Rutherford County. Some key region games were played last week, which shook up the standings a little bit. Let's take a look at Region 5 and 6A. Smyrna beat Antioch and clinched the regular season region title. Antioch clinched second. Stewart's Creek clinched a playoff spot with their win over Laverne, and Cane Ridge clinched a spot with their win over McGavick. Unfortunately, due to a head-to-head -head tiebreaker, Looks like Laverne might be out. Yeah, that the, the dreaded three to nothing game. They lost to Laverne. You know, who would have uh, known that would, you know, who wouldn't thought that would game would carry so much significance, you know, a month on down the road. But yeah, that's that's the way it pretty much looks. Yeah, uh, I, right now I could see three and four maybe maybe switching up if Stewart's Creek were to lose and Cane Ridge were to win. But uh, everything else looks like it's pretty much locked into place. Now. Yeah, it does. 
Moving over to Region 3, Oakland and Riverdale were able to keep their region records perfect, and next week will be the region championship. If Siegel wins at Rockvale, this could throw the last two spots into a pretty interesting tiebreaker. For now, I'm not even going to try to figure it out. Blackman will need to beat Coffee County or hope for a Siegel loss to get that last spot. And, you know, either one of those happen, they were definitely in. And, you know, Blackman should beat Coffee County, but you've got to go out and prove it. And, you know, Rockvale, you, one would think they have a big advantage over Siegel, but, you know, like we said, we uh, they've been a little up and down this year or not as consistent as I know their their staff would like. But, you know, it's, it's, it's right there for um, Blackman, you know. They control their own destiny. They don't need anybody to win. And I would suspect that's probably what's going to happen. It's going to be some playoff-type atmosphere, I think, uh, with the Blackman game. I think they have them at home. And then also over at Rockvale, you know, it, it's tough to say. I mean, if Siegel were to win, you know, Rockvale could potentially be out. I, I don't know if that if that's really how it would work out. But it's, it's going to be – there's going to be a lot on the line in, the, in those two games. Yeah. Got to say, it's it's could get very complicated. Then again, Blackman could make it very easy. That's true. That's true. Moving on to 1A, let's look at Region 5. We've got another head-scratcher, tie-break scenario on our hands, but it's plain and simple for Eagleville. Beat Cornersville next week, you're probably in. Lose to Cornersville next week, and you're probably out. Monty? Well, they're definitely out, I think, if they lose, yeah. according to my summation here, but... Again, you know, you couldn't have you couldn't have any better way if you're eagle. You had two games left. They're region games. They're both at home. So um, let's see what happens. Cornerville, a lot of tradition. Very good program over the years. Matter of fact, just a short time ago, I had back-to-back runner-up finishes in the Blue Cross Bowl. So. Um, Eagle will have to play like they did last week. Yeah, they'll have to come out strong and, you know, not put it down. Because it seemed like all game they just kept it going, kept the momentum in, in their favor. And, I mean, if we look at the final score, you know, 33 <laughs> nothing speaks for itself, right? Yep. Um, and, like I said, they'll need the same type of performance they had last week to knock off Cornersville. Exactly. Last up, we have our Division Two region. MTCS has now clinched the regular season region title. That being said, the rest of the spots are locked in, and the last week really has no impact on the standings. Monty? No, MTCS sure, sure would like to be undefeated in 9-1 going into the playoffs. Uh, you know, you get a bye if you're a one seed, too, so that's a uh, that could be advantageous to them. Uh, although, if you've watched the... Major League Baseball, those teams, all them teams that got buys didn't fare so well in the playoffs. <laughs> so, uh, but this is football, and um, yeah, I mean that it's all set. We know PCA will be uh, the third seed, and we know MTCS will be the first seed. Yeah. Well, congratulations to both those teams for making the playoffs. And we at Main Street Media believe the players deserve recognition for all of their hard work seen on display every Friday night. Monty, who is this week's Rutherford County Player of the Week? We'll go out to Middle Tennessee Christian School and senior tailback Eli Wilson counted for four touchdowns. He also threw a pass. 
um, that was completed. He rushed 14 times for 197 yards and three touchdowns and also scored a receiving touchdown. So Eli Wilson, senior tailback at MTCS. And they're going to need him maybe not this coming week, but as we get into the playoffs, we'll, we'll have, you know, kind of like a consolation game here at the end of the year. But then moving on to the playoffs, they'll get a bye, and they're, they're going to need to uh, they're need Eli Wilson to step up and, and really carry them through to the championship. Well, he's he's been a mainstay all season. That's why I think he's a – I'm not saying he's necessarily going to win it, but I think he's a Mr. Football finalist or should be. And uh, we'll see what happens. they got a lot of other weapons, though. It's just not a – a, a one-man team offensively, you know, they, they've got they've got more than him to go along with it, uh, and a lot of times just his presence out there, you got everybody keying on him, and uh, you know they got other tailbacks that can get the job done, or Garen, their quarterback, can run. So um, he's just a he's a great player. Yeah, and MTCS they they don't really pass the ball too much, do they? Don't have to. Yeah. I mean, you know, they run, run, run. Yeah. Only one good thing happens when you pass <laughs> out of three. So, <laughs> other one's incomplete or a pick. So, uh, if you can run it, just keep running it. Well, thanks for sticking with us. We are going to take another quick break. We will have Monty's picks and our Rutherford County Game of the Week right after this. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the Yard Sale Store. Our locally owned and award-winning store is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. For staying with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Moving on to Monty's picks. Monty is 60 and 18 on the year picking game winners, so I'm curious to hear who he is going to pick this week. 
PCA is hosting Webb at Floyd Stadium on Thursday night. Monty? Well, um, I'm going to pick uh, PCA. I think they'll bounce back from last week's uh, loss and um, kind of get a little momentum back going into the playoffs. So I'll pick them handily. And I, I don't think Webb's won a game all year. So, mm-hmm. you know, not to say that it's going to be an easy game, but I think PCA should handle them, right? Yep. Also on Thursday night, we have MTCS hosting region opponent Ezel Harding. Bonnie? I, you know, I think MTCS just wants to go out and handle its business. I think it will. You know, they've been scoring in the 40s. I would imagine that would be the case this week, and I look for a, an easy Cougar win. You think they'll potentially pull some starters earlier in the game, just knowing that there's really not much to play for here? I'm sure they'll play some of their younger players, but, you know, they're not huge in numbers, so you know, I'm sure they'll they'll you know if they've got a big lead, they'll get they'll be pretty vanilla and just run it up the middle. You'd hate for something to happen in a game that doesn't quite mean anything. Oh yeah, you know, no question. But you also want to win the ball game at the end of the day, right? Yes. All right, and Smyrna is traveling to Cane Ridge, looking to remain undefeated in the region this year. Monty. I'm staying on Smyrna. You know, I've picked them the last two or three weeks. I like the way they're playing defense. They're getting their, they're getting some things going offensively. Um, as I said earlier, they've won five straight games. So I, I say the ball, the Bulldogs make it six in a row. And still on Thursday night, we have Eagleville hosting region opponent Cornersville in a potential do or die scenario. Yeah, I mean, ooh. Don't get any bigger than this one for Eagleville. I think they've only missed the playoffs once under uh, Coach Walker's time out there as the head coach. Uh, you know, I don't know about Eagle. They're hard. They're hard to figure out. You know, they really had struggled in some league games. Um, you know, let's 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 go for a mild upset here. I'm gonna pick Eagleville to win by three. I'll agree with that. We'll go. We're going for the Eagles here, here at Toots. And now to our Friday night games. Blackman is hosting region opponent Coffee County. Money. Well, you know, Blackman's got plenty to play for. Uh, you know, they had a tough one last week. I know they'll get them. Coach uh, Christ will get and his staff will get them back ready to play. It's a huge game. Um, you know to get into the playoffs, and I think they'll do that. I'll pick uh, Blackman by a couple touchdowns. Stewart's Creek is hosting McGavick and would like to lock in third place with a win. This one could get ugly. McGavick's just, to put it bluntly, they just had a just an awful year for them, um, tough year. Uh, you know, they're probably ready just to get this thing over with. Stewart's Creek, you know, like I said, had a chance to win seven games. There's a lot of teams that don't win seven games uh, across the state. So, And, you know, they want to have some momentum going into the playoffs as well. Laverne is hosting Antioch, looking to end their season on a good note. Yeah, I mean, they're playing um, who was the 
uh, region leader the week before to Smyrna beat them. Um, Coach Woodward, he, he has his kids ready to play. They'll be ready to play. I'm afraid Antioch's going to be just a little too much with their with their offense. They've got a really good offense. Seagull is traveling to Rockvale in what is a do-or-die scenario for the Stars. Rockvale will clinch third with a win. Yeah, I'm going to take Rockvale in this one. They've, um, they're, they're playing like they probably should have played all year. Uh, I know last week's game could have hinge either way, but I like I like Rockville's um, the edge they're playing with right now, so I'm going to pick them. And now our Rutherford County Game of the Week. We have been talking about how having this game at the end of the year further adds to the hype of this regular season region championship, where Riverdale travels to Oakland. Monty? Well, um, if you plan on going, get there early. Actually, get there real early, not early. I don't remember as much anticipation for an Oakland-Riverdale matchup as we really do this week. A couple years ago, Oakland was still too strong for them. This year, I mean, there's there is a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Um, it would not surprise me a bit, maybe a little, if Riverdale did not win this game. But until somebody knocks Oakland off um, under Coach Kevin Creasy in the region, I got to keep picking Oakland. Uh, they're what up to 56, 57-0 under Coach Creasy in region games since he got here. So I'm gonna pick Oakland in a close one. You know, what, just just to play devil's advocate here, I know I know you got Oakland and and you have have good reason to pick them. I'm I'm gonna take Riverdale in this one, Monty. So here, I'll take this helmet. You, you got the Oakland one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's going to be a really fun game. Yes, it and, is. Uh, and like I said, you you do want to get there, get there pretty early. You know, there'll be for that one. There should be limited seating and people hanging out around the gate and all of that. So, uh, are they going to charge playoff prices for that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard there's scalpers yeah. hanging out at Oakland this week, but uh, uh, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun game. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Although next week is the last week of the regular season, we'll we will still be on for the whole month of November, covering our teams throughout the playoffs. Join us next week at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street as we recap the games played this weekend and look ahead to the playoffs. We'll see you next Tuesday at 10 a.m. You've been watching the Rutherford County High School Football Show with Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Goulds. Read this week's Murfreesboro Post for all the latest news about Rutherford County High School sports. The Rutherford County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, Moxie Pest Control, The Yard Sale Store, Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage, Garbison Construction, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Rutherford County football. 